Welcome back to episode 37 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. We debrief on our first Cybertruck livestream reveal. And what is the difference between the single collateral, Psi, versus the multi-collateral, Dai? And finally, what's going on with Bitcoin? All right, let's listen in. What's up? I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Thank you. Go, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so last couple of days ago, we did a live stream on the Cybertruck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Uh, and we didn't post it. You know, we did it live, and we're not going to post it. So if you yeah, missed it, then not for the audio. So if you want to watch our rea- live reactions on the Cybertruck, oh yeah, it's on YouTube, right? Yeah, go go to YouTube, and you'll find the live reactions of yeah. Watch the vod, Elon's truck. I had fun watching it. I wasn't expecting it to be such a shit show, to be honest. Oh well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think after the little incident with the glass. Sure. Yeah. Oh my fucking oh, god! Shit. Oh well, no. Maybe that, that was a little too hard. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, dude. All right, stock's plummeting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. Oh, no. It didn't go through. Let's so that was, a, that was a plus side. Let's try the right. Try that one, really? Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's going to break. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Oh, man. Dude, God damn it. Dude, okay, this is a joke. This is a prank. <laughs> no. We're being fucking <laughs> pranked, dude. 100%. No way, dude. Yeah, it uh, there's like a bunch of conspiracy theories now that like that was that was <laughs> like intentional just yeah. to get everyone talking, but there's no way. I think that was like no, definitely not. That was genuine fail. Yeah, it was, <laughs> which is a little bit more authentic. I mean, you want to see some 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 failure? Not really. Uh, <laughs> I mean, especially not not in a product reveal. No, but like it, test- it shows that they're not like you know perfect at everything. Well, that's true. I mean, like imagine. Damn, you know what? Like, I remember one of the craziest things I ever watched was whenever the uh, SpaceX did those those dual booster rockets. Oh, landing! Yeah, I, th- I forgot what happened, but yeah, they fucking came back down and they landed perfectly on. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. That shit was crazy. Hell Could you yeah. imagine if that shit failed? I know, and <sighs> there's been plenty that failed. It's true. Like rockets have blown up all the time, and yeah, SpaceX is doing fine. But I'm just saying that shit was crazy. Well, That's they it. at one point they were almost gonna go bankrupt, but. Yeah. On the on the fourth try, yeah, the rocket didn't blow up. So and there you go, they're still here. So what do you think? You think Elon's going to transition into the military sector at some point? Uh, well, I think he kind of has to a certain extent. With not with Tesla though. Well, not with Tesla, but with SpaceX. Rockets. Yeah. yeah, but with this shit, like you could, dude, you could legit create like a military branch. Yeah, for sure. Not necessarily, maybe not this vehicle, but. You know, well, it's bulletproof. It's fucking electric. I don't think there's such thing as electric. You know, military. I've seen vehicles I've seen some there. renders of like police vehicles. I mean, they look pretty cool. I mean, this would be very intimidating. <laughs> it, it'll be one of the faster cars on the street, anyway. So yeah, dude, it would smoke like everything out there. The only problem is it's armored. The battery, like, it'll take at least a couple of hours to charge the whole thing. So is the battery like a weak point? Like, if you threw a grenade underneath that thing, like, it would be like a huge explosion, right? I'm assuming because uh, the <laughs> Probably not a huge explosion, but it would probably catch fire. Yeah, it'd be over. Yeah, like if if that battery catches then, fire, it's GG. But uh, when I think the Model S came out, they uh, they rolled out the vehicle and people were running over all kinds of shit. Right, like 
metal bars, Ooh, huge rocks, people like on the street. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they would puncture the battery and it would cause a fire. Yeah. And so what they did was they added this metal plating on, on the bottom of the car and all that stuff like stopped happening. That's fucking crazy. They, and they, so they roll that car out like without that. I guess they didn't really, well, they didn't really about it. They didn't really know that the cars were going to be running over things that, you know, they can't imagine. What do you mean, dude? I didn't imagine that. There's just some dirty streets out there. Yeah, you know? but you don't know. Well, I mean, what's the likelihood that your battery is going to get punctured or your, uh, the under the car is going to get punctured? No, I, yeah, I don't know. I and mean, so I get it. It's just. I think the probability of something like that happening is really low, but they couldn't take the the, the, the hit, like yeah. the PR hit. On yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody died, right? I think I heard a couple stories of people dying in Teslas. Uh, well, I think there's only been one person that I know of that died. Um, it, due to like it, a default, it was it was his own fault. Oh, okay. Yeah, what did he do? And he was using um automated driving, like on the highway, and the car didn't detect a semi truck that was halfway onto the highway because it was like turning mm. and oh. like it was still sticking out, like the back end was still sticking out, and the car just ran right through, and it basically decapitated the top of the car and and the driver. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Re- this was like a couple of years ago, like no, I'm three years hearing ago. Some stories, and yeah, when I when they came out, everyone's like, "It's over." It's yeah. like you know, failed experiment. But come on. And Elon says, like, "Well, there's been a billion miles and like one death, so yeah. I think we're doing pretty good." They are, you know. So I'm not hating on them or anything. I'm just saying these are the uh, yeah, these yeah, these, these the, the stats. road bumps along the journey, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I got like a little Tony Stark vibe. For his sure. Name, Tony Stark? Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking Iron Man <laughs> Iron guy? Man, yeah. A little vibe when he was, like, talking about ballistics and, like, fucking armor and bulletproof glass that yeah. totally sucked he's ass. Like, <laughs> he's, like, prototyping this this hard, new hardware. Yeah, because who the fuck... Like, suit. Dude, who needs armored vehicles on the street? Yeah, like, you're right. Civilian-wise. I don't well, know. I mean, we need, like, Kevlar vests at school now, so... This I is guess. not this is not a stretch anymore. Like the new school buses, I guess. <laughs> Just fucking armor them up, dude. Yeah. So but. so what do you think of the design? I mean Uh Yeah, first dude, when that thing rolled out, like our again, our reaction Yeah, like, our reaction was like fucking not positive. Here it is. I'm nervous. I hope this thing doesn't look <laughs> retarded. <laughs> oh shit. What, what the, the hell? Fuck? What He's lying. Dude. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Bro, that looks like something straight out of like it's gotta be he's gotta be trolling, man. I don't know, the crowd seems to love it. There's no way that's it. Yeah. Cause it, it looked you thought it was a total joke, and I was with you on that. I, I, like, I really, yeah, I really thought this was like, well, this is the concept vehicle that we started with, and then here's the truck that we ended with. Yeah, I mean, but then you 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 think of the other scenario. What if he came out with like that? Remember that concept art that somebody came up? It looked like a cookie cutter. Yeah, like a regular truck. Like a truck, like when, a really advanced future truck, I guess. Yeah, would would people be pleased with that? I don't know. Well, I heard an argument where. Tesla is entering into a billion dollar, hundred billion dollar market, and people uh, like people that buy Fords every five years, they're always buy the next Ford. That's true. Yeah, I know. I know some people like that. And so, if you introduce a new vehicle, if you're the new entrant into this market, and you introduce a vehicle that sim- that looks like a like a Ford, mm-hmm. those guys that buy Fords are going to continue buying Fords. Yeah. So you need to make 
you know, this this argument basically said that they he needed to make a, like a huge splash in order for people to actually pay attention to what he's doing. And so, I mean, this is in a way it solves that. Well, yeah, I don't think like these are gonna sell like crazy in the mid in the mid middle America crowd. Well, well okay, you know I mean? let's say what's what's the number that. Like how many how many of these do you think he's gonna sell? Like just give me a number, just ballpark. Well, right now they're like everyone's creaming over his two hundred thousand yeah pre ordered. But the a hundred dollars to get on that list is like not True. no commitment required. Yeah. I could do it right now, like, oh I'm gonna get one of these in two years. Yeah. But <laughs> for a hundred bucks I could claim that, but it's it's not true, you know. So Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fucking car But uh, even at a thousand bucks, a thousand dollars of over a fifty thousand dollar vehicle, it's still yeah, about it, the same of a hundred dollars commitment. No way, dude! It's a huge gap, big difference. A thousand dollars, I would not want to lose. A hundred bucks, I won't lose sleep over that. Well, that's a grand. Well, it's We're pretty pissed. It's refundable. That's the point. It shouldn't be refundable. If you're if you're staking, like like yeah. I want this car, like put me on the list, Elon. It should be like a thousand bucks, not refundable. You know. I agree. I think yeah. so. I think it should have been that way. But two hundred thousand orders. That's fourteen percent of the market. So in twenty eighteen, they sold one point four million trucks. Pickup trucks. Pickup trucks. Okay. And so 200,000 slice, that's about 14% of that. So if we, we assume that there's going to be another 1.4 million sold in 2022 or whatever, I mean, that's 14%. That's not a bad slice. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I think he's carving a new niche into the market. It's like these, these are going to sell to like the guys working in the city, the tech guys who maybe they're going to have a truck now, you know, instead of an SUV. That way, like some on some weekends, they'll go out and camping and shit. Yeah. But it'll still be like a city vehicle. But yeah. this is not like something I could see like rolling up on construction jobs and stuff like that. I, I don't see don't that. I don't see that. I mean, it's capable for that, right? For one, it's impractical because of the slant, like on the bed. You can't even like put everything on over the side of the bed. You have to go to the very back, which is kind of like inconvenient. When I load up a bed in my truck, I always just throw it over the side. I never like yeah. And this kind of like always go from the back. Yeah, this makes it a little more impractical. But I mean, like I said, this I think he's going to create a whole a new little market sector that. That's a good like, point. Like I tech didn't, dudes didn't really think about that. Yeah, man. I mean, when I when I load up vehicles, I don't necessarily always go from the side either. So. It just depends. I mean, it's a small inconvenience. It's a few more steps. You go to the back. I mean, I yeah. do like, I like the bed the little, cover. The little ramp? Yeah, and apparently there's like compartments like within, underneath the bed. Yeah. I didn't know about, you know, like you could lift up. Oh, like that's a, right. You put like grocery bags or put some bags in there. Something in there. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. He calls it a vault, which yeah. is nice. He's kind of like re redesigning the bed. So it's not terrible, you know. I think they're going to sell. I like the little garage door thing that he's got going on here. That thing? Yeah. Is that glass? So, no, it's not glass. Okay. So, what this is, it's it, it, the option to put solar panels will be there. Yeah. So, that, that, and I think he tweeted out that you'll be able to get like 15 to 30 miles of, uh, of range added by the solar panels on the car. Mm. And so, if you park your car outside, I mean, that's 15 to 30 miles added. Mm-hmm. I guess that's cool. I don't know. I yeah. Don't, I mean, imagine, you know, use this vehicle for, like, camping, and you need to charge your phone for whatever reason. I mean, you have pretty much infinite charging with this vehicle. I mean, 15 miles, what? That's a lot of charge. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I think only Tesla could pull this off for sure. Yeah. Like, and now everyone's, like, not everyone. People are saying, like, Tesla just, like, revolutionized the... Audio. No, I, I don't think anybody's going to copy Tesla. <laughs> I don't think so either. I think that's, like, yeah. suicide. Like, you <laughs> it's see a fucking a, a Chevy... With a fucking a square, 
Yeah, that's the not square gonna, design. Because <laughs> they're going to upset their base, you know? Yeah. They have, like, loyal people that have been, you know, buying their products for generations, probably. Yeah, I agree with you. This is, uh, you know, out of the 1.4 million pool of truck buyers, I think there's going to be a whole new set of truck buyers that are buying specifically yeah, exactly. for this truck. You said it yourself. You're like, I never been into trucks, right, but now, you want, now you're thinking about getting this truck. You know, yeah. and I compared this truck with the Model Y, and, yeah. and I... Uh, Pretty much equal spec both vehicles, uh-huh. and this the the Cybertruck came two thousand dollars cheaper. It was faster and had a longer range than yeah. the Model Y. Yeah. So and it had six seats instead of five. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> it's nice. It's not a it's not a bad vehicle at all. I don't think. Like the specs make it work. Like, I think it'll actually favor like, for it. But I, I just see like see that they need to do something to that the tailgate. Like it's just too flat. You know, oh, that's part of the design, I guess. Oh, it fucks with me, man. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I need some. I need some more curves. Not maybe not curves. Maybe some more edges. Like they're already going with like the extreme like edge route. Why they need to add something to it? Just like, like one more line in the center. I don't know something something that makes me go like, ooh, that's hot. Like, dude, that's like one more hideous. line. One more line in the center. It looks like a fucking refrigerator from the back. They need something. You know, yeah, like like this. Yeah, maybe something this like that. Design on the back, something. Yeah, just to like make it look better. Like I, 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 when I see that rear, I'm like, oh man, what is this? You know. And the the other thing that I like about this is I use man, I, I'm a big car guy, and um, I I'm always afraid that I'm gonna get dings in the like parking garage and parking lots and all that. This I wouldn't be afraid at all. I'd park is it right in the front if I if I could yeah. find a spot, and I wouldn't care about like dings. Like, is it scratch resistant too? I mean, if you get like that, it's like no paint. Yeah, it's no paint. It's yeah. kind of like uh, it's just plain steel. Yeah, so it is kind of like like who cares if you know yeah. it gets scuffed a little bit, and which is cool. It's a truck, you know. Yeah, you could polish it out. I mean, it's just steel. Yeah. It's just steel. You just polish it out. But I would want a matte black wrapping on that bitch though. But then yeah, scratches. Then you got to deal with scratches up. and all yeah. that. I, yeah, I would love a black one, but I, I like the utility aspect of not having paint on there, and it still looks yeah. good. Yeah, it's not bad. Like I said, people are going to buy it, but this isn't like the end of Ford or anything like no, that. No, no, for sure. That Definitely not. Yeah. And I don't think he was claiming that this was going to like... Yeah, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to like end the auto industry. He just needs <laughs> like a little pie, and he's good, I think. Yeah. If anything, yeah, but the technology is, what's, is what is shaking up the industry. Like all these truck manufacturers they got to go electric now mm-hmm. uh, i mean yeah and we saw mustang i mean mustang has been historically just a like a sports car yeah and now they're coming out with an suv called a mustang but I, it's electric i just watched that uh movie it's called ford versus ferrari i think you'd like that movie it's pretty it's cool. a movie yeah it's got matt damon and christian bale it just it's in ford theaters. versus ferrari yeah, it's about the story of like at some point in like in the sixties or something like that or fifties, Ford and like Enzo Ferrari like had a feud. Oh shit! Like, really? like fuck you! It's like you make <laughs> shitty cars. Like we're Italians, we have like beautiful cars, which they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. And then like really pissed off like the Ford Junior or whatever. So he's like, you know what? We're gonna build a race car and beat them at some race. And that's pretty much what the whole movie's about. <laughs> this is a brand new movie. Yeah, it's out right now. Huh. So it's cool, like you get to see uh, the design process. They built like a a top of the line sports car, fastest car, in like yeah. a few months, you know. And then they raced them. I don't want to spoil it. And for this you, was but this was in the fifties. I think it's like sixty five, sixty three, or something like that. So, but yeah, that I think that like inspired like a whole generation of like awesome muscle cars, you know. 
Well, America. yeah, I mean, like uh, that event, that specific event. Yeah, what they do with these Formula vehicles is they 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 apply the new technology to those, and then they they water down that same technology and put it on you know production vehicles. Yeah, exactly. So it was not bad. It was pretty cool. The only thing that I thought was a little under under tech for Tesla was that they used air airbags for the suspension. You don't like that? No, I thought they would use like magnetic ride suspension or something where you can like electronically control the ride height and all that. But that's more expensive, and I think that's a proprietary technology from Chevy or GM. You can do that with airbag suspension too, can't you? I mean, that's why it has like its own built-in compressor or something like that, air compressor. Well, no, you can. It's just you got to deal with air pressure well, to like it, control the height. And it should just be like a. Bu- I'm sure there's like an. No, no, I'm sure there is. There is. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it would have been probably a little bit more dependable and obviously more expensive. Yeah. To yeah, use mag ride suspension. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. It's, it sounds like. Yeah, it's on the Camaros. It's on the Corvette now. And it was obviously on their Formula One vehicle. Wow. Yeah. It like it 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 dampens the ride, so it, it gives you a, a smoother ride mm-hmm. at two hundred changes per second. So like it detects like two hundred changes per second, and it adjusts in real time like your the, the the feel of the ride. It's pretty cool. Badass. Bad ass. So so yeah, I mean, I mean, I hope. I hope. See, you know, I think I think our reaction whatever. was pretty authentic when we saw this. <laughs> it was like, holy shit, no way! Yeah, like this this has got to be a joke. I mean, look, look at it right there, that picture. Like, it looks cool. Yeah, it does. But yeah, and it, it's okay because it starts out at forty k. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's the big thing. If this thing was like eighty thousand dollars, fuck that. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, it'd be too expensive. But it'd be crazy. Well, even then, like, we're gonna I, see a lot of these. I mean, forty thousand dollars. That's not the most expensive vehicle on, on average on the street. So, but that's starting out. And realistically, like it's gonna be sixty, sixty-five grand if you want like a decent one. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and so if you get the the single motor one, forty grand, you're probably gonna get the self-driving mode. Exactly. Yeah. Seven thousand dollars. So that's forty-seven right there. Yeah, and then you tack on like features, tax title and licensing, and then like optional features, attachments, and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. You're looking at another four or five grand, so yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. expensive. Yeah, it is. I'll probably never get one, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was it. And uh, so while oh, this yeah. was happening, we were having a, a little dip in BTC here, and it went all the way to like sixty five hundred dollars, like last night. You think that Tesla reveal caused this jump? No, hell no. (laughs) No? I don't know what caused this, actually. I think it was just... I mean, speculation is it has, again, like what caused that ridiculous run-up was China. And I think recently China's all of a sudden saying, you know, the same old shit. Like, no, you know, they want to ban certain things and stuff. I don't know. Well, I don't know. They can keep saying that they're going to ban shit, but that stuff's not going to happen. I mean, it, that's old news, man. But China creates, like, most of the FUD in this market, you know? Well, that means they're accumulating BTC then. Oh, they are, 100%. And they also control, like, the majority of the mining pool. So that's China true. has, like, a big incentive to, like, really get into this market, you know? Yeah. Yeah, when I first heard it, the president, what's his name, Xi Jinping or some yeah. shit? Like, he's like, we really need to be deeply invested in the blockchain. I was like, damn. Yeah, that's... That's, that's some bullish shit right there. And Yeah, and the market just, agreed with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a spike right here. But it didn't sustain, you know. So I don't know the spec. I don't know what's going on with this market, man. It's just pretty fucking. I think well, it's just gonna trade sideways for like another year or so. 
That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I don't I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of uh price change for the happening. I think it's going to be yeah, I, no. I think it's going to be between 6500 and like $12,000 between now and until 3 months after the happening. Yeah, I saw a video of another guy like he, he the same nonlinear regression curve but he had like like a green a green section of it like where it's like a perfect buy zone which pretty much is what it's in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's like the you know the phase of this market where it's like in a bubble phase. So right now we're not in a bubble phase at all. We're like in a prolonged accumulation phase. Yeah, I added this support line from the beginning I say starting in 2014. Yeah. And uh just to see kind of like what what the trend is and like we're right on average yeah. Well, this line that you drew, it never breaks, I guess. So it's it should not break, you know? Yeah, it should. <laughs> but if, who knows? It might. I'm thinking, it, I think it will. I think it's going to go to like 6,000. Yeah, probably will, dude. This, I don't know. The sentiment is like super negative right now. Oh, yeah. I you was want talking me, to you about that before the podcast. Like, I'm just reading. Yeah, you want to check sentiment, right? Yeah. Like, isn't there something that they created to check the sentiment? Now's yeah, a but good time to test that. This out. isn't like the most accurate thing in the world, though. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I was about to say they already went under. No, no. Sentiment. Oh, I think it's sentiment.net. Yeah, that's what it was. So, this site, we talked about it before. It just gives you like an overall kind of feeling of like the crypto markets. And it gives you like some keywords that tend to pop up and. It's pretty much what you could do on your own. Like, if, if you just go through all the major YouTubers and like. Yeah. Watch their videos. What are they all predicting? And then you just go up and down Reddit posts. You go to 4chan. You go everywhere. Yeah. Bitcoin talk. If everyone's like super bearish, which I, to me, this is like, it's, this is the bearish I've seen. The most bearish I've seen for a while. So <clears throat> see what they say. To me, that's a buy signal. You know, you always want to inverse the market in my opinion. Yeah. So they changed their website a little bit and I want to find their... They're uh, keywords that keep yeah, popping up. It shows you like the most. <clears throat> let me see. Let me predict what's going to be the number one keyword. Bear. I'm thinking it's going to be bear or China. Social chains? No. Yeah, that's what it oh, was. It? Yeah, here we go. The number one is data. What the fuck? So data. Number two is buy. Look, Matic. Oh, yeah. Number three is bottom. Four is Matic. Bounce. So they're, they're talking about dead cat bounce. Or yeah, just yeah, 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 a bounce. Um, BTC buying in price. So I mean, yeah, this is really not, telling me much. These are not like <laughs> the most negative words I've seen before. That's true. Number two is buy. So it's people saying buy. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's not as negative as I thought it'd be. Damn. So here's September first through November twenty fifth, and the mentions of the word. What is it? Buy. Yeah, this is buy. Huh. Peaked on November twenty fourth, which was. Uh, like a seven thousand one hundred. Yeah. So, so what does this mean? I guess you have to interpret this on like. Your own yeah, data. this is like a another piece of data point when you're trying to figure out where and when to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Like you go to Santiman, you go to see what people are talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you kind of see, well, everybody seems to be talking about buying. So. So yeah, I guess it, it depends on your perspective. Uh, yeah. Interpretation. Like, yeah, exactly. What would you? Like, what would? How would you think? If I see people are. Say, you know, telling everybody to buy, I would be selling. Yeah. I, I would do In, the opposite. Inverse, right? That's yeah. how I think. Yeah. Like, you don't want to buy until everyone's screaming, like, like, like shit's over. Yeah. Like, it's That's a scam. Right. Exactly, right. You know exactly. I mean? 
Yeah, when the Santa Man turns into, like, BTC is just a scam, that's when you buy. Which it totally was, man. I don't know how the fuck we missed that 3K bottom, dude. I mean, we didn't, you know. We dude, what it. are you talking about? We didn't miss it. Oh, I missed it. Well, I, I mean, I, I was too we scared. were talking about it. It's not like we missed it. We no, talked we about miss it. it. We fucking called it, too. Or we didn't call it, but we, like, agreed with, like, dude, this has this is the bottom. Yeah, yeah, you know? it has to be. But I didn't pull the trigger like financially though. Yeah, <laughs> I, was too, I was too scared, man. I, I've that market psychology got to me, dude. It's like, and I'm aware. I was aware of it too. It's just so crazy. I mean, it's but if insane. you think about it, like if we do a post mortem, three thousand dollar. It, it was. It didn't go to three thousand. It was like thirty six, thirty nine, something like that. It was but, pretty low. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but if you had bought at that point, the worst case scenario would be like you lose fifty percent, right? I mean, that is like the worst case. Yeah. And which, I mean, 50% is a lot. Like but $1,800 Bitcoin or something. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. I fucking dropped the ball hard on that one, dude. <laughs> Shit. And, and I shared with you, like, the enterprise sentiment of Bitcoin was, like, in an accumulation phase in yeah, 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 yeah. $3,000 range. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, still, like, in let's a... Let's go back here in the... There it is. This time right here. This is like when we started the podcast, like around March. Yeah. So Where's March? I can dude, it's fucking right there. It was so low back then. I'm looking for here it is. Date and price range. So December. I think December was at its lowest. This was at thirty one hundred dollars. Mm. And then January came. And so we started the podcast in March. Like right around. Actually there. we started recording like in February. Really? But we we, oh, we, didn't we really. post it in March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just give this a, a range here. <laughs> so yeah, it was literally thirty three hundred to about four thousand, forty one hundred. Mm-hmm. And that was the lowest like that we've seen it. Let's see where we are today. Let me see how it looks. Ooh. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's double the price essentially. See, this looks like a I don't know. I don't even want to try and attempt technical analysis dude i i mean yeah I, it's it's too and it's too <laughs> inaccurate and it doesn't really yeah, i don't think it works yeah it, it probably doesn't work <laughs> i mean, I, I mean, mean <laughs> if we were to do one for real we would probably use but see our version of technical analysis is like we just draw support and resistance lines that's <laughs> yeah. not that's not real technical analysis there's like dudes out there have like so much shit that's true. Like <laughs> so many different indicators and stuff. And yeah. They're going deep into it, but I don't know how successful they are. You know, I, we need to find one of those motherfuckers. They're, and they're get not, I don't think they're any more successful than anyone else. <sighs> that's that's what they claim. I get those YouTube ads all the time. It's like, do you want to be a successful technical analysis day traders? Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. Like make $90,000 a month is like, follow my course. <laughs> you know, 90K a month. <laughs> That's what they do. And they have like this awesome fucking house behind them and like a hot chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like laying by the pool. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like, you're a loser. That's what's pretty much what they're selling. It's like, if you're not a technical analysis trader. Well, think about it. If, I mean, whatever they're trying to sell you, that's where they make their money. Because if they're making $90,000 a month, why would they need to teach you how to do that? Just to make more money. But I don't know. I build a brand and shit. Yeah, but how much is it? Like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. What the course? Yeah, I I dump more. I'm get, I'm assuming like a thousand dollar course or something like that, dude. Shit, dude, you could sell hopium to anybody, man. <laughs> yeah, you can easily. Yeah, you can. Dude, it fucking worked on me, but it was during a bull market. So like, that's the easiest sell ever. It's like, look at me. Look how much money I made during yeah. this bull market. It's like, buy my course. It's like a thousand dollar, dude. So many people were doing that. It's crazy. Yeah. These days it doesn't work so much, you know. The no, fucking the well group that I'm in, they they don't even 
touch crypto anymore. Oh, they don't? No, they're all in stock market oh, trading shit. and shit. Dude, crypto's so dead. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to trading and shit. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's Yeah, there's it's like no to... volatility and stuff like that. It's yeah. just, it's a bitch right now, you know? I mean, if we just look at this short span here, it goes from the 26th of September to the 25th of October. Yeah. Like, nothing happened here. So yeah, there's, how, there's, how do you make money exactly. in these two months? I don't know. And and so and then if you're lucky you got in down here and you probably didn't even take advantage of this forty percent run up. There's literally like no technical analysis there. It's like an inverse Bart Simpson head. That's yeah. all it is. That's right. You know? And I don't think that's like a legitimate <laughs> charting pattern. Yeah, it's not. You know, only in crypto. That just makes me believe even more like this is all just manipulated, you know? Yeah, but which it probably is. Like if it is, like well, I mean, you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. We've already that's talked like about this, thing. like, you know. You can't fear the whales, man. You just got to live with it, you know? Yeah, but in the long term, I, I was looking at, damn, let me see if I can find it. Um, there's this thing called um, Stack Sats. I think it's. Damn. Dunskied. Oh, you keep doing it .com, dude. It's probably like .io or something like that. So I think it's called like Stacking Sats or something. But anyway, there's this this website where you can kind of predict, like if you did um, dollar cost average on Bitcoin and you put like $50 a week or $250 a month, yeah, it'll tell you if if you had you have done that for the last previous three years, how much would that be worth and how much Bitcoin would you earn? Yeah. And so if you did 250 bucks a month for the last three years, you would have roughly three Bitcoins right now. And mm -hmm. so, and then you would have spent like six or $7,000 Something like that, and that six or seven thousand dollars would be worth right now twenty four thousand dollars. Yeah, and so that seems to be like the safest like bet in terms of not worrying about like the volatility. You just put a small chunk of your net like income every month. Yeah, yeah. So if you make a you know I mean, couple thousand dollars yeah. a month, you just yeah. set aside two fifty, and then you forget about it, mm -hmm. and then um and then you just you really do the the cycles right. You, right when it peaks, that's when you focus on selling. But I'll what I'll do is I'll find it and I'll put it in the uh, description. That way everybody can go and click on it and see like how useful it is. Yeah, see, like we're doing like see, this is like exactly what John McAfee told us not to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chasing. Like, we're just yeah, we're chasing like moon missions and stuff. We all just moon wanna, <laughs> we all just want to get you know we want to get like filthy rich again. Which I mean that's just human nature in us, right? Like, yeah, we're tired of being like broke bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, there's an opportunity here to make money, but it's not like it used to be. So now we're all, like, emo and upset. No, I mean. <laughs> not, I mean not necessarily, like, I'm not talking about us in general, but, like, no, no, the, I, the market. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's, like, this this sentiment that we're feeling right now, it's, yeah. it's no different than, you know, I guess, what was it, 2013, 2014? Mm-hmm. When it was like nothing yeah, like but a down. prolonged bear, a uh, bear winter. Yeah, Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're experiencing right now. It's like, man, this sucks. And so, <laughs> like the the most ideal strategy here would be in this bear winter, to accumulate, accumulate, right? Like, yeah, because like when twenty seventeen rolled around, everyone who did. Fucking yeah. made they murdered. hella cheddar, dude. Fuck. And so we're we're kind of at that point again. Like this was like a major accumulation zone. Which yeah, I mean, it was a bottom. Now we're like at a. Like a resting phase, like pre-havening. Like this always happens pre-havening. If you just go back and like look at every havening event, you yeah. just you know, there's not much activity leading up to it. It's like what after the havening is whenever the uh, you know shit starts picking up again. Yeah, and I don't think we're done here. I mean, it looks like it's just has a lot of momentum going down. So 
I, I wouldn't wait, but don't don't be surprised if it goes to like sixty five hundred again. Yeah, because it did last night. Yeah, I think if it goes, yeah, it's like six thousand is like a pretty good buy range somewhere around there. Yeah, like six to seven thousand within that range. I think it's gonna be just gonna be bouncing up and around there for like a while. Yeah. That's like I think that's gonna be like your best opportunity. Yeah, and accumulate. and another lesson learned here, like it never really touched three thousand dollars. Yeah, it did. Kind it of. was like thirty one hundred. Yeah. And that's about it. So if you were like back in December twenty eighteen, oh it's gonna I'm gonna wait for it to go dip below three thousand. Well yeah. it never did. Exactly. And so if you if you're waiting right now to to go in just because you saw it last night at sixty five hundred, the difference between sixty five and seventy one hundred is negligible mm-hmm. when in two years it might be a hundred K. Yeah. It's true. So yeah, use this opportunity, you know. Yeah. Right now it's like really fucking boring and painful. Cause yeah, everyone wants to get rich quick, you know, but mm. that's not that's not how this thing works. You gotta like be really patient, and uh, hopefully, I don't know. If you look at the market, what's what's improved since twenty seventeen? I mean, well, we got we got this. I wanted to talk about die versus sigh. Okay, yeah, that's true. And so this definitely wasn't around in twenty seventeen for no, sure. No, for sure. Like DeFi, like where it's at right now. Yeah. So November twenty eighteen, or sorry, November eighteenth, two thousand nineteen. Um, there was an update to their protocol where they have now Psy, a single collateral die, mm-hmm. versus uh, the new die, which is a multi-collateral die. Okay. And so the only difference between the two is the die will now be backed by multiple assets instead of just Ethereum. Crypto assets. Crypto assets, yeah. Okay. So this multi-collateral die system will support ETH and BAT tokens. Ooh, who who so who's who's who chose bat? Uh, I think the community of uh, maker holders, the, the maker DAO community. Yeah, yeah, like because they have like a voting infrastructure, right? Like, wh- yeah, where is how do they communicate? Who are these people? Um, probably. Uh, well, I don't know how they communicate, but I'm sure they're like on Discord. Uh, they yeah, they have it, some kind of application where it says if you have so many uh, maker DAO tokens, you can vote. You know, with that weight. Yeah, it's it's weighted voting, right? Yeah, like the more sure. you have, the more say you have. Sure. So they must have had kind of like in Decentraland, they have something called Agora. Yeah, Agora. That, that's how they determine, you know, the future of the platform. Yeah. And you decentralize, kind of like in a democratic voting system. Yeah. And it's based on how many, um, how many tokens, Decentraland tokens you have. Mana. Mana. Is that how it works? Yeah. I don't know. I never really seen it, but. I know it's worked. That's how they determined how to increase like plot sizes and stuff like that. Right. Parcel sizes. Right. So yeah, it makes sense. Like we've talked about this. How do these DAOs operate? How do they come to con- conclusions? How do they change things? You know, traditionally in cryptocurrencies, like you have to like like imagine if DAI was like pretty much like Bitcoin, a proof of work thing. Sure. It's like, dude, it's like we we can't just be a single asset stable coin. Like we exactly. need to be backed by multiple assets. They would like they would fork. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. It would be like Diao or something. Diao. Like, like dice <laughs> yeah. or something. They would create like, kind of like Bitcoin Cash. Yeah. You know, they have like small disagreements, but yeah. So this is this is nice to see. Like this is how DAOs work. Yeah. You know, that's cool. And so the following tokens are also being considered. So Augur, DigiX, DAO, Golem. Omise Go and Zero X, so all of these are going to be considered to be um, part of the multi-collateral die. I w- I wonder what their criteria is. like. I want to see some of these debates. We need to look into that. That's interesting. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we should just join their uh, their Discord. Discord and yeah, that's a good idea. Just like participate because 
you know, this is going to start being like a fun foundational piece of a lot of dApps. Because a lot of dApps today, they have coins. Yeah. And um, and a lot of dApps are really wallets. Yeah. And all the wallets are going to start implementing this protocol where you can earn crypto on your on your currency. Yeah. Or, yeah, earn interest on your crypto. You're um, saying the, the DAI token itself is going to be or the, the DAO organization? like The DAI token. Yeah. So so this is just I a think, protocol. Yeah, DAI, I think, is definitely like within the crypto community, I think DAI is number one as far as like people trusting it. Right. It's got yeah. like the most. Yeah, because like if you take a look at the landscape of stable coins, yeah. there are stable coins like Tether that hold your hold the the reserve currency that back tether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're trusting them to always have that reserve. Yeah, without any transparency. Exactly. Pretty much. And so with MakerDAO and the DAI token, it's completely decentralized and, and operated with smart contracts. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you don't you don't have to trust anybody. You just have to be able to read the code if you want to verify. Yeah. And so that's why I like MakerDAO a lot and DAI, and so do a lot of people. Yeah, I just want to see more, like, on the insides. I mean, I get it. I understand. So here's what... So Psy? Psy is basically... It's, it's, it's just... It's just... Ba- it's a, it's collateralized by Ethereum. Okay. So it's it's a single... It's it's like... um. It's just how a die has been up until this point, pretty much. Yeah, a single co- collateral coin. That's fucking weird. Yeah. They just, like, changed the name, basically. Yeah. So on the exchanges now everything's called Psy or what? Like yeah. So on on Coinbase right now it's called Psy. Oh yeah. 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 So on that. on Coinbase with Compound it's called Psy, and you're still getting the five percent or whatever. Oh, it's on Compound. On Compound. Okay. So like for example, if if you use Compound Finance to hold um, C Die, the little token that you get in exchange for your Die, Compound has started that existing Psy markets will continue to function as normal with no changes. So you are individually responsible for choosing when and how to migrate to multi-collateral die. So they're still going to support Psy. Yeah. Uh, but they'll allow you to convert it to die whenever whenever you want. So is die out there right now? Like the new die? Yeah, it's out there right now. Yeah, you can you can go and convert your Psy into die right now yeah. with a few clicks. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Well, right? because right now Psy gives you, on Compound, it gives you at least, and I have the numbers here, so on Nexo on Psy, so uh, old Dai, which is named Psy, yeah, gives you seven point seven percent on Nexo. On Crypto.com, gives you six percent. And these are lending platforms right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're all different kinds of flavors, right? They yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes they they hold your cryptocurrency for you, so they're um, custodial services, and others are more you know wallet based. Hmm. And so, for example, Compound four point seven four. And so then your question is, so please check here for the rates of DAI. You click on here, and then the only place that supports DAI right now is Maker MakerDAO. The guy's pushing it out. Yeah. So much. right now it's at set at 2%. So the, your question is, yeah, like, why, why would you yeah. switch from Psy to DAI? Well, well you, yeah, you, you would think DAI is the better token because it's collateralized by multiple assets, right? So well, it's less volatile, I guess. Exactly. That's why you would do it. But it's less risky for you to hold your your die in uh, hold die instead of psi because you're at the mercy of you know the volatility of Ethereum. Yeah, but it's better right now for to have psi sure. because you're gonna make more sure of a return. Yeah, so it depends on how risky you want to be, right? I mean, yeah, but and even yeah. then, like this is not that risky, mm-hmm. right? So. Right, and right now we're in that little like phase where it doesn't 
make a whole lot of sense to go into die, even though it's backed by multi-collateral debt positions versus Psy, which is a single collateral debt position. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And this doesn't really say a whole lot. But yeah, see a big thing I fucked up on in the 2017 run is I didn't, I was afraid of tether. There was a lot of FUD. People are still then. afraid of Tether. Yeah, but Tether was all we had back then, yeah. and I didn't want to touch it. And so I, I ended up taking huge losses because of it, you know? Yeah. If this infrastructure existed back then and I, I knew what it does, like, the way I do today, fuck, man. Shit, man. Imagine the Dude. next the next run. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's part of our game plan. Yeah. That's part of my game plan, you know? Shit's going straight into these fucking... Uh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and gains you know, are going straight even here. John McAfee was saying, hey, don't convert your crypto into fiat. You don't need to do that. I like, it makes that. a... Obviously, it makes a whole lot more sense now. Yeah. Right? Back in the, the pre-Tether days, you didn't have another option. Exactly. It's either risk your money and sitting in Tether when everyone's saying, like, Tether's a ticking time bomb. Any, any day now, yeah. it's just going to go to zero. So yeah. it's like, okay, you take the risk of holding your your funds in tether or you you take the risk of holding it into cryptocurrencies which at the time were like, like fucking extremely volatile ridiculous yeah you wanted to you take profits and like avoid that shit yeah so oh yeah all, all you had is like all right we're going to fiat and then that presents you with the yeah, a- <laughs> then you gotta pay taxes and yeah it's a bitch man yeah it sucks but yeah this is great this is this and we got a lot of options obviously yeah so this is like a godsend for the the trader, I guess you would say. Yeah, you know the real hodler. You know those motherfuckers that bought Bitcoin a long time ago. They're still hodling, I guess. Yeah, but and for the next run, I mean, you got to select a uh, a target exit, right? You can't. It's like the range has to be like from one hundred to one hundred and ten, and you exit. And even if it goes to two hundred, you're not too worried because what two hundred thousand? Yeah, no, I'm holding on <laughs> until it hits two hundred k, dude. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! I, I I remember what the euphoria looked like, so I'm just gonna pay. As soon as I see like Cardi B with nails and shit with like cryptocurrencies on them, <laughs> World Star Hip Hop is like, yeah. yeah, it's like I got my Litecoin boys. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yep, man, I'm ready to pull the trigger. You know, I'm out of there. Yeah, I see, I see. I, I'm waiting. So when the celebrities start talking crypto, that's yeah. when you exit. <laughs> that's when you're out of there, dude. <laughs> It's celebrities. I mean, that's a pretty good. You yeah. know, it's gonna happen. So that's a pretty yeah. good trigger. It happened last time. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking acorn it's with the acorn. Acorn, but he's still in it though. That's yeah, the he's thing. still in it. Yeah. He, 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 he like he, he's serious, man. Like all these other celebrities, <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck they were even endorsing and shit. Like there's like tech. Yeah, I just read something about like, like an ICO dude. ICO funding is like dead right now. It's, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Like here, here it is. <clears throat> Six point two billion was raised in twenty seventeen by eight hundred seventy five projects, and then seven point eight billion by twelve hundred projects in twenty eighteen, which is kind of mind blowing to me because that was like so a pretty bad year. Yeah, but there is still a lot of investor money funneling into projects, and that's what we heard. Like people like behind the scenes, like yeah, crypto's going down, but oh, you but know. there's a lot of investments, yeah, and a lot of yeah. startups, you know, exactly growing. Yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah. Like we're all getting rich over here. Yeah. You, know, you you retail investors aren't, but like us startup companies, we're getting Yeah, co- we're still getting exploded. funded. Yeah. But this year, in 2019, as of today, only $366 million has been raised by 100 projects. Wow. That's a huge drop-off, dude. That is. You know? That's like uh, all of a sudden nobody gives a fuck about these See, new those, projects. Those investors, those are the ones that really, you know, think that crypto is going to be like something huge. Yeah. The other ones, 
Uh, we're like, I don't know, shooting, shooting. Well, because, you know, yeah, 2017, that was missions. like all the buzz. They even made a fucking, what's that show called? A Silicon Valley episode about it. Oh, yeah, that is. You know, fucking, so everyone was trying to get their, you know, name in the hat. Yeah. Yeah. They were throwing darts at these projects, you know. Yeah, Pied Piper even did a coin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone, nobody knew, like, this shit was going to fizzle out as hard as it did, Yeah, you know. So, yeah, they were just throwing money at it. Some yeah. of them probably made, like, good returns because it was literally as simple as, like, we're going to give you $10 million. You launch an ICO, like, next month. Yeah, yeah. It's like, build, make, make a white paper. That's all you need. And they ended up selling, like, yeah, but I $60 think, million. Dollars. I think now with the regulation, like, ICOs yeah. just, like... Oh, that shit's done. There's so much resistance to doing an ICO. Exactly. And even EOS got hit with like a little slap on their hand. Just a little like one. Like 40 dude. million. Yeah, a little 40 million nugget to the SEC. Yeah. To keep their four, four billion. billion. Good Lord. Which we're still waiting for the stupid voice thing, man. Come we're, on. I'm waiting for anything, really. The latest I've heard, like now they're getting involved with the uh, the <laughs> network it, itself. Like they're going to start voting with their 10% stake. Oh, really? Oh, Oh, yeah. okay, good. Finally. Yeah, they have to because, like, it's it's turning into, like, a straight Chinese show over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're like, we need to step in here, boys. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. got 10% of the tokens. Like, we need to do something. Shit. So, I don't know. EOS. And then we got Tezos out here. I I, I don't know. Yeah. People are talking about Tezos like it's a new hotness. But really, it's the same shit. <laughs> it's the same thing as EOS. It's just another DPoS platform, as far as I know. Right, right. You know? I think there's one more thing in here that I want to talk about. It says, uh, okay, who pays for the die savings rate, right? What? Who pays for the die? Oh, so <clears throat> the 2% that we were talking about for die, it's called a die savings rate, a DSR. Uh-huh. And so the question is, well, who pays for that 2%, right? Because r- right now the stability fee for the side token, the, the thing that pays you the 5%, the stability fee is what pays for that 5%. And, and of course, the interest on the loans, right? Yeah, yeah. And so in this case, functionally, a design goal of die savings rate is to ensure the excess die is not printed out of thin air. Mm. Okay. So, so creating die doesn't mean you're creating money out of thin air. That's mm-hmm. what they're saying here. So in other words, make certain that die minted for the die savings rate remains adequately backed by collateral. So um, the implication here is that the die savings rate is a cost burden on some ecosystem actor. So maker governance should take into consideration who ultimately carries the burden and absorb the cost. Um, so the maker holders bear the ultimate cost of the D- DSR, mm-hmm. of the die savings rate. So anyone who owns maker tokens, I think the, the fluctuations in maker is what pays for the interest in the die savings rate. Instead of the stability fee for maintaining the site token. So conceptually, the stability fee should be compromised of two components, a a collateral-specific risk premium that is a value transfer from a collateralized deposition owners to maker holders, and two, a die savings rate adjustment that is a value transfer from collateralized deposition owners to die holders. So essentially, a CDP owner compensates the two distinct ecosystems, maker holders for risk collateral and die holders for the risk of die instability. So, so in other words, die. If you're holding die, you are contr- you are helping stabilize um, the the die savings rate. And when you're holding maker, you are helping stabilize the psi interest rate um, as well as the die holders. So it's it gets a little bit complicated, but your so the maker DAO organization mm-hmm. they're mitigating some of that risk. They are spreading that risk around. 
to make it a little bit more stable. That's that's what they're trying to do. The die token. The die token, yeah. And so as a retail investor or you know even enterprises who are dabbling in crypto, you are more safer with DAI than you are with SI. Just yeah. because there's a lot less volatility in terms of the, the collateral involved, yeah. right? Because in DAI, you have a multi-collateral, and in SI, you have a single collateral. Yeah. I mean, that's like a no-brainer. You would want something that's... Yeah, if you're, an, if you're trusting an institution, you want them to put it in DAI just because it's just less risky. Mm-hmm. But it depends on your risk, you know. So what's why, why did they... Why did they create a whole separate token? Why didn't they just add these features to the existing token? Uh, that's yeah. a good question. I don't know. Yeah, why didn't they just be like, oh, all of a sudden, you know, now you we got multiple collaterals. Yeah. yeah. it's We're still die, though. Uh, maybe that's there was something technical here. I, I don't know. So this is the, the MakerDAO blog that I was reading from. Yeah. And so they didn't really explain why they did it. They just, they, they all they did was explain what it is and how it works, and that's hmm. it. Interesting. Yeah, we got to dive deeper into this for sure. Yeah, and w- one of the things that we were talking about discussing like for the YouTube channel is creating like highly polished explainer videos maybe. Yeah. And I think one of the explainer videos could be like a segment on um I think not sentiment. Maybe talking about like what these are individually and explaining like what their uh proposition is mm-hmm. right because nexo i think it's um it's a custodial service while compound is completely decentralized and so maybe that's kind of where we want to start with the DeFi ecosystem and all yeah. that stuff just start putting out some info yeah and and the way that we would do this is like we do research on each one yeah. we kind of understand how it how it all works we we decide on what the goal is to for explaining nexo and then we just create maybe like a five minute video or something yeah yeah yeah. i mean that's good uh, yeah i was thinking about that it's like dude if we're in like in another year maybe like a year year and a half of like a crypto yeah. winter yeah it's like <clears throat> us as like podcasters we're kind of like the whole point of us starting this podcast like we wanted to catch the next yeah you know and that next wave might be in 18 months <laughs> that's what i'm saying so like yeah. what the fuck are we gonna talk about for the next 18 months <laughs> you know what i mean well, i was I thinking mean, about that to, like on the way over here i was like shit man I think we'll find plenty of stuff talking about. But yeah, like we could like this is a perfect example. Yeah, but it's like how many people are actively looking for this information? I don't know. Um, there might a, be that's a, a good dec- question. I mean, it's it's worth trying out to see. Yeah, you know? it's that's a, a good, good it's a good experiment. But I know, like, whenever like crypto was hot and popping, dude, like you put out a video of like, like any project. This like, is what Bitcoin is. It was like well, fifty thousand yeah. views. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that, or like you just review review like an ICO that's coming up. You know. Yeah. It's like, you know how they had, like, countdown timers. It's like ICO in, like, six days. You just make a review video about it, and everybody wants to watch that because, you know, they're they're speculating whether or not they should buy it or not. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah, like a way easier direction of, like, how to create content. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, yeah, because there's something always popping in during the ICO phase. Yeah, during that, that, that bubble, it was like there's so much content back then. I mean, I, I understand it. Like, even today, when... All my subscribed YouTubers, like, dude, they must be thinking the same thing. Like, man, there's not much to talk about. You know, yeah. they, they don't put out, like, almost daily videos like they used to. For sure. It's like maybe, like, once a month. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. No, I, I totally get it. <laughs> and I think we have to find something that's sustainable, maybe, maybe like making five-minute videos versus, like. Yeah. And that's just something in in kind of in addition to what we do. Because we still want to do the podcast, like, every week, right? Definitely. But on top of that, we want to maybe create more 
attract more attention with like the videos that we that we do. Yeah, man. Can you handle all that work though, dude? That's a lot of work. Well, I think uh, the only help I would need is just probably collecting like like research information for each one on how it works, and then we. Can so how would we do it? Just like how we're doing it right now, we'll just like. Yeah, it's kind of like what we do right now, but uh, <laughs> it's it's sort of like a research. On here's what Nexo is. Here's the point of Nexo. Yeah. Um. Here's how Nexo works. It works by sending them crypto, right? And then they they hold your crypto, and then they they I loan it out potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once they loan it out, they give you the seven percent, <laughs> and they loan it out at fifteen percent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you have to trust them to hold your coin, right? Mm-hmm. So, um that's the risk for that and we do like a nice video and we'll have to figure out how what the visual is going to look like but i think that's less important than that, the actual research yeah yeah we can do that why not and then we do one on each one and we make it into a little segment and that's it and then we go on to the next like topic yeah once we're done with that then what <laughs> maybe <laughs> shit we'll figure it out yeah i guess but it's like damn dude yeah man like celsius network i've never heard of them I've I've heard of it, but yeah, I don't know what it is. Or fulcrum. I mean, aren't these all just like compound knockoffs, pretty much? Because compound was like the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was the first one. The first one I heard of. Yeah. Now that we got like knockoffs here, you know, <laughs> we got fucking what do they call those? Well, that's that's the thing. That's like you, you never know. Like Ethereum was a knockoff of Bitcoin, and then they uh, they they uh, they yeah, created their own little spin in a way. I mean, everything's a knockoff of Bitcoin, right? Yeah, I guess. But it was definitely like, but then everything's being thing. built on Ethereum, dude. I know, like everything, yeah. everything like interesting and important, all on Ethereum. As far as we know, well, as far yeah, as far as we know, for sure. Like we, that's another thing we could check out, like other uh, shit. We need to like learn like Mandarin or something so we can see, see what the Chinese are doing. Yeah, yeah, man. What the fuck are the Chinese doing, dude? Like what the we fuck? Could, like I, I remember just, in Decentraland, like that yeah. was my big thing. Like, do they own like a big? giant chunk of land and like districts and stuff zero output yeah they (laughs) they didn't participate in any of the events yeah or any of the discussions and stuff i was like damn dude yeah the chinese discord section in decentraland there's nothing nothing there it's like one post a month yeah so yeah um yeah so that's that's all we have to talk about today i mean I, i really wanted to get into detail into this DeFi stuff uh, but clearly, there's there's a lot more than uh, than meets the eye with all this stuff. See, the problem with like, yeah, this is all nice and cool and stuff. It's it's like there's nothing to really speculate on. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the it's only like one the only the, the big <laughs> deviation between these platforms is literally like the percentage, the <laughs> interest rate. Yeah, it's like this is like boomer shit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> this is like boomer finance. It's like. Where, where do you store your wealth, boys? But let, let's get some perspective. <laughs> you can get five percent on fiat currency in potentially in a um, a CD. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I and, don't know. Fucking. And then you'd have to stake your fiat using mm-hmm. the crypto terms into a CD for five years to get potentially five percent. And so, I mean, you're getting five percent on compound. No, yeah, I get it. You know, you know, I get it. Like this, the whole the thing, the the big driving point for this is like you know it's 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 a safe alternative i don't even know if it's safe but it's, well, it's, it's an alternative it is it is an alternative but it's more like hey that banking thing that you're used to that cd it can be done in crypto and yeah. you get to control the assets yeah which is like that's the cool thing about this yeah, it's not yeah, the yeah. fact that you're getting five percent yeah 
because it's not really anything that new. I mean, yeah. the new part, you know, a couple months ago, we were getting 15%. Now, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so that's not the new part. The new part is that you get to keep your funds, control them. You can access them at any time, and you get 5%. Yeah. And not only that, they're using this as a protocol for other wallets, other dApps to say, hey, when you store your cryptocurrency here, you also get 3% or whatever. Yeah, that's nice. Like even the Coinbase Coinbase uh, wallet, uh, T- Tezos is on there. Um, obviously, they're connected to Compound, so you can store your die there. I mean, this, this is going to be like foundational to all the wallets that exist now. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely going to be, you know, integrated in a lot of places for sure. You know, because it's, it's just little extra nuggets and it's, yeah. it's a safety net, you know, which that didn't exist before, which is good. And but plus, yeah. it would be good to know whether these are all like custodial services and, you know, what's custodial and what's not. Mm-hmm. Like Compound, we know that you get to control the funds, but Nexo, I think Nexo is custodial, which is probably why they have a higher percentage. Exactly. Yeah. A little riskier. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll game plan on that and hopefully come up with more, like, stylized videos. And um, Yeah, something we haven't done yet, for sure. No, we haven't done that. <laughs> we could do one about Decentraland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which you, you kind of, like, did a little bit. You did, like, a highlight once for, like, two yeah, minutes. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I did, like, a minute and a half, something like that. Yeah. And it was just, like, because that's when, that's when they started opening up their beta to, like, the public. Because I know alpha users were, like, in Decentraland, but it was, like, a grid system. Yeah. Like, it was nothing. And so, yeah. And that got, like, almost, like, a 1,000 views, right? Like, 600 or something like that? No, I got way more than that. On Twitter, it got, like, 2,000 Oh, or that's right. That's right. Yeah. Good. It was a popping video. Decentraland was pretty cool back then. Right now, it's kind of slow. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I don't know. I mean, like, last month. <laughs> yeah, because of that whole... Uh, contest yeah the contest and which they're having another one starting in december 2nd which you can participate because no coding is required yeah or allowed yeah, yeah, yeah it's a builder contest it's a builder contest with the new smart assets basically yeah. assets that are a little bit more interactable than just like open and close mm. you know interesting so and they're announcing some of their judges and everything right now and so and huh. i think every submission gets like a hundred mana Nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> fucking nice. Right dude. now, man is like, yeah, it's dust right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a penny or something. I don't know what it is actually, but yeah. Yeah, let's let's look it up. It's down. <clears throat> Damn, I wish I could have found that stacking sats. It's all good. Damn it. Okay, so uh, let's do coin market cap. I see a little bit of green. Yeah, point zero two one cents. It's two cents. Yeah. Right, yeah. two cents. Yeah, nice. See, when I when I got into this whole ecosystem, it was like six cents or something. So I'm hurting pretty bad in the decentralized <laughs> world, <laughs> as far as my investments go. Yeah, it's okay. Hopefully, I didn't. I didn't. Well, really I mean, you didn't get in when it was twenty eight cents. So yeah, but I was. I didn't get in thinking about the price of mana either. I just wanted yeah, and you know, because the project excited me so much. This concept is like was mind blowing to me. Yeah, just, we're just waiting for the. Uh, Deliverance, I guess. Yeah, so it takes some time, just like everything, you know. Yeah, that's that's like the frustrating part. I, I guess we're I so know, used dude. to like instant instant gratification. Yeah, and now we gotta wait. <clears throat> it's all good though. Yeah. So we'll see if we're gonna participate in the Decentraland thing, but but yeah. So make sure you follow us on the, at, at the Block Runner on Twitter, and uh, make sure you see that 
Tesla video that we posted. That was our first live event, so it yeah, was, we'll do uh, more of those. It was more of a test, and it was pretty successful. Yeah, I liked it. I had fun, you know. Of it, as well. The event was like hilarious. That's it was. why it was so fun. <laughs> it feels like a boring event. It yeah, for sure. Boring stuff. Yeah, but hopefully we'll have more shit to uh, live stream. Maybe Ooh, crypto, crypto related stuff too. Like, well, what what could we live stream on crypto? Like, uh, there's really maybe, nothing. Maybe a lot of a lot of decentralized games. We could live stream those. Oh yeah. Maybe play Decentraland live. Okay. <laughs> we could try. Yeah. Yeah. Play that live. Play. Not a bad idea. Get into the other games. Do that live. Yeah. Try. Cool, man. All right. We'll see you next week. All right. We're out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner. Yeah.